Greetings, everyone. Welcome to D Green with Amy. I'm Amy. After adopting a whole food plant-based lifestyle, my hubby Rick and I lost over 130 pounds. Now I coach others on their plant-based journey. Just has voice. Let's welcome our guest. Stacy Heine is a certified holistic nutritionist and lifestyle wellness business mentor. Please click like to help be green with Amy. Welcome, Stacy Heine. Greetings and welcome back, Stacy. Hey everyone. Hi. And Cohen, yes. How are you, Amy? I'm gonna fix my camera real quick here. Just okay. Well, we're we're so glad that you have brought someone very special with you to be on the broadcast. Yay. And look, there he is right now. Can you tell everybody your name? Amy. You're not Amy. <laughs> I'm Amy. You're right. That's is my name. And what's your name? Cohen. A little louder. Cohen. Oh, hello, Cohen. Everybody click like to say hi to Cohen. I am so glad that you're here, Cohen. I know that you, you've got a lot of things going on in your life, a lot of fun things that you could be doing. And it was so nice of you to join your mom today because you are just such a superstar for joining us. Now, how old are you, Cohen? Six. Six. Wow. And what are you guys going to be making for us today? Um, pizza bread. Oh, pizza yeah, we're going to make pizza bread. <laughs> I figured I we would just get the recipe going, Amy, first. And then while it's cooking, because it takes like 20 minutes or like 15 minutes to cook. Yes. Then we yes. can chat. Yes. I think, that, I think that that would be really great. Okay. Well, and we're also going to be talking about your plant-based adventures, right? As, as yeah. a family. So um, that's going to be so cool. Okay. And I want to let everybody know that the recipe link will be in the show notes. So if you don't have a pen and paper handy or whatever, don't worry about it. It's going to be there. So I'm going to put you guys on full screen and then we can get going. So hang on. Perfect. Okay, there you go. Well, hello, everyone. We are super excited to be here today. Again, Amy introduced me. Um, I'm a holistic nutritionist and plant-based coach, and this is our son, Cohen, and we are just sitting here leaning on our cutting board, <laughs> waiting for you, waiting to uh, show you our favorite easy meal, which is called pizza bread. So, okay, we're going to have manners today, right, Cohen? Yes, manners. And we're going to show you different pizza bread options. Yeah. So, okay, well, we're live with Amy, so we're going to be super happy. I'm really excited about this. And look, oh, I'm going to get a, a full shot of that so we can see that. Wow. What's on, what's on there, Cohen? What's on that platter? Yeah, potatoes and bread. And uh, careful, careful. Yeah, and then we've got tomatoes tomatoes that are sliced that we've put herbs on top of okay. and, and kind of cooked or dehydrated hold on slow 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 we've got nooch that is blended with garlic and cashews kind of as a nutritional yeast parmesan we have tomato paste and then we have red onion that's diced really small because we like that on our pizza and then we have mushrooms that have just been sauteed Super simply and 
in water and, and um, Italian seasoning. I knew Cohen would want to eat that while we're doing this. So the basis of this is so easy, but the whole thing, like what we need first is basically a base, right? We need something to build our pizza on. So if people like to make cauliflower crusts, you can totally do that. You could do raw pizza crust. You can do so many different things with this. But right here we have the low sodium Ezekiel bread. It's sprouted grains mixed with, uh, you know, it's no, it's flourless. Um, we also like to use mana bread in this house. So it, the two breads that we use are either my homemade, either regular uh, whole wheat or gluten-free sourdough that I make from total scratch, or we buy the low sodium um, Ezekiel bread or the mana bread, which is also a lot of them are flourless breads and they're made with sprouted grains, just like the Ezekiel bread is. So, well, first we're gonna do the tomato paste. Thank you very much, but hold on. You're getting ahead of yourself, buddy. That's funny. Yeah, we got, it is kind of the same because tomatoes paste is made with tomatoes. Yes, you're correct. So we're gonna smear, um, Cohen's gonna put his tomato paste on some of the pieces of toast. You can you can toast <laughs> you can toast ahead of time, or you can leave your bread soft. It's up to you of what texture you want. Now, if you're totally grain free, um, you could again do a a raw pizza crust made with like cauliflower and flax, or you could use sweet potatoes. These are Hawaiian sweet potatoes that I just pressure cooked in these in the um, instant pot for like 15 minutes, and then I sliced them and then put them back into the oven um, and just kind of toasted up. So now we have little pizza or um, little sweet potato toasts. So if that's the way that you want to roll, you can do that too. That looks, just that's the sweet cool. potato toast looks like a great snack in itself. Yeah, it is. It is. I mean, gosh, I <laughs> eat these things all the time. Yeah, you can't just eat straight tomato paste, sweetie. It's kind of well, that, that's a sign of a good cook because a good chef a will always taste as he's cooking to make sure that all the fla flavor profiles are good. Right, Cohen? Right. That's right. I'm so sorry. My husband is not realizing that I'm on a live show right now and he's doing a weed whacker right in the backyard. Hopefully you guys can hear us as we're doing this. But we can hear you, Amy. So that's a good Yeah, thing. we can hear you just fine. Oh, good. Whoever is ever complaining that it may be hard to make something at home for yourself, this is so easy that even if somebody is doing a weed whacker in the yard, or even if you have a six-year-old helper, That's you can right. still do it, right? You just make it happen. I mean, you know what? Nutrition is so incredibly important in this household. And, you know, I just, I think that once you feel how good you can feel when you are prioritizing your nutrition, it's really hard to, you know, go back. It's distracting Cohen as you can tell. It's um, really hard. Really hard <laughs> okay, I have to add in, and even if you have a hungry dog. <laughs> you have four cats, um, you can do it. You can do it. But listen, once you start to feel good from the whole plant foods, it's really hard to go back, right, to the foods that make you less uh, less he healthy feeling, less energized. Do you want to keep going with another piece? Smear it on. Yeah, You're doing go. a great job. You got to keep filling them yeah. all, all the How way many up. more do you have left to, to put the tomato paste on, Cohen? Two. Two, just only two more. Wow. Yeah, You're doing so well. 
Okay, so this is so easy, you guys. You could add garlic. Yeah, you could add garlic powder to this. You could add onion powder. You could add um, Italian spices to the tomato paste. There's so many different ways, but this is just straight tomato paste because I'm trying to make this as easy as possible to get the goodness, you know, to get the goodness onto our plate. Um, so I'm just going to finish slathering this stuff on. Yeah, we have. We've totally made pizza bread before, like a lot of times. Oh, yeah. We did that for our kids course. It's a popular, it's a popular little meal. This is just really easy for people who are, you know, like living in a fast paced world and they just want, they want to get nutritious food into them. You know, you can add fresh spinach on top of these. You can add, you can eat this with like a really large fresh salad. Um, and if you're buying the pre-made bread, I mean, that's, you know, and if you are doing bread or even like flourless bread or even the sweet potato toast, they really didn't take long. Um, Amy, one of the things that I've been doing lately is making a whole bunch of sweet potatoes in the instant pot. I just go, I just put a little water in them. I hit the pressure cook for 15 minutes typically. Now with the orange ones, I, they might get a little bit watery, but I, I use like the Japanese sweet potatoes or the Hawaiian ones, which are a little bit more starchy or the white Hannah yams, also known as Benito around here um, in Indiana where we get them. And um I I will just freeze them and they're already cooked. And then once they're cooked, we can pull them out and dice them up. They thaw very quickly. We can use them on salads. We can reheat them. It has been game changing around here. That is such a wonderful tip. Yes. Thank you for sharing that You're with welcome. me. Yeah, what, is, can, what is Cohen trying to show us? He's trying to lick the spoon. Yeah, go ahead and lick the spoon. Whatever. It's going to be your, your, your pizza. Well, that's just showing that, that this is delicious food and that it's, it's really your old approved. It is. Yes. So, okay. So now once we have like the base covered with the pizza, you know, the tomato paste. Um, all right. Was that good? You put, you put the um, tomatoes. Oh, that looks great. Cohen. What is that? Tomato on tomato. <laughs> Now, these tomato slices are special, though, because they're not just like fresh tomatoes. They are they're fresh tomatoes that we've actually seasoned with Italian herbs and crushed red pepper. And then we're just, you know, situating them onto our toast. Are we going to put the potatoes inside? The potatoes? Inside no, that would be a really yummy sandwich, though, wouldn't it? Like a potato sandwich. <laughs> So Cohen is now a recipe developer. Yeah, <laughs> starch on starch sandwiches. Sounds like us. Sounds like us. Yes, you can have that toast if you want to while we are talking. So yeah, it depends on how large. In the recipe, I said to just put one slice of the tomato on there. Like for instance, one little piece of tomato will fit on this tiny little piece of sweet potato toast. But um, like when I originally made this recipe, it was make, using really large beefsteak tomatoes. And one beefsteak tomato would fit on one piece of mana bread. Um, so depending on how small your tomatoes are, you might want to add more than one. Um, I like eating the, the small pieces. I actually have a tooth loose and I don't want to pop it out. And Cohen, yeah, yeah, Cohen has a loose tooth and he doesn't want to pop his tooth out. So, okay. Oh, yes. <laughs> it won't hurt. Yeah, it won't hurt. Okay, so here's an example. 
of the sweet potato toast where I really loaded on the yummy sun-dried tomatoes or the, the cheater sun-dried tomatoes. And unless, unless I chip my tooth out. You won't chip your tooth out. It's okay. Now <laughs> we're going to put other toppings on. We can put, you know, you can do mushrooms. You can do onions. Do you want some onions on yours? Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Because I have started putting them on there. Uh, we're just going to sprinkle them. And again, you can keep this really simple and just keep it with the tomato paste with the um, sun-dried tomatoes and then the nooch and the balsamic vinegar, which is what we're going to show you once they're done. Um, but you can also top it off with bell peppers and anything that you really love. You can even leave the, to- the sun-dried tomatoes off if you wanted to. Um, now we're going to put some mushrooms on, which again, we water sauteed. We don't need to use any oil. Um, Sometimes I'll use, you know, like a bouillon, like a salt-free bouillon um, seasoning to uh, saute mushrooms or, uh, you know, other veggies in if I'm really trying to layer the flavor. But there's totally options when it comes to oil-free cooking. You definitely don't have to use the oil. All right. So now, Amy, those are ready, and we're just going to pop those into the oven, if you don't mind. So Cohen is, um, and then we can chat more. That sounds great. So Cohen, is this the first tooth that you've ever uh, had a loose tooth, or have you had other loose teeth before? I have two. Two. And what do you do when the tooth comes out? What do you do? I have a tooth carrier. You do? Oh, you could go get that while I put this in the oven if you want to, or you can a- answer Amy's questions. Why didn't answer Amy's questions? Why I'm putting okay. Well, anyway, I'm gonna okay. pop this in the oven, Amy. <laughs> <laughs> well, why don't you just show that to us? Okay, she's gonna show it when it comes out. Okay. Yeah, so they're gonna put that in the oven. If you guys have any questions for Cohen. Or if you have any questions for Stacy, you can put them in the comments and we will definitely put them up for them to ask. And Cohen is such, you're such a great helper, Cohen. So what do you have in your hand there? So it's like this heart thing. Is that silly putty? What is that? It's a book. Oh, I see. It's, it's, oh, what, is that what you put your tooth in? Put that back in the box. That's his toothbox. Oh, um, awesome. Yeah, That's really great. great. And I actually have tooths inside it. You do? Ah, all right. That's well, great. That's a little bit. Can I eat the rest of this? Um, yes, you can. Okay, so do you want to talk about our adventures? Amy, do you have questions for us? Yes, I actually I do have one one question I wanted to start out with. I mean, if anybody hasn't noticed, Cohen is plant-based. Now, has this been for his entire life during your pregnancy? I mean, when did this start for Cohen? Yeah, yeah, I've been, yeah, I've personally been eating eating plants um, and all plants for, I don't know, 15 years, maybe 14, 15 years now. And um, yeah, so I had a totally fully plant-based pregnancy, Cohen's fully plant-based. And I think, Amy, it was just a really good idea for us to come on here 
uh, to help people feel at ease about raising plant-based kids because um, because it is against like the societal norms that we've been brought up in, you know, it just, for some people, it might seem like, oh my gosh, is my child going to get all the nutrition that they need? Where do I start? Right? Like we've been, we've been told that, you know, the place that we get calcium is in dairy or, you know, the place that we get protein, like protein is synonymous with animal products. And that's actually just, it's so far from the truth. And we just haven't been we haven't been educated about the fact that there's calcium in chickpeas and tahini and greens, um, or that there's protein in every plant food, right? And and that it doesn't have to be complicated as long as we're giving our kids a nice variety of fruits, vegetables, whole grains, beans, nuts, and seeds. Like they should really thrive, and it doesn't have to be something that is so stressful. But it's just been, again, like, it's really hard because we've been, I mean, even in Cohen's, like, homeschooling, like, books and stuff like that, like, the food in there, like, some of the teachings, I'm just like, oh, gosh, like, no. <laughs> so we have we have nutrition books for Cohen to learn, like, the real, you know. Yeah, what the real story is. <laughs> it actually has been quite a myth and quite quite misinformation out there. And I, we have a game that we play with our audience called True or False, and I have a question about that, and I'm going to ask that right now. It's time for True or False on Be Green with Amy Live. Answer true or false to Amy's questions in the comments below, and Amy will ask our guest for the expert answer. Okay, so this is the question, Green Warriors, and I'm sure that Stacy is probably already familiar with this, but... According to the ADA, which is the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics, a well-planned vegetarian or vegan diet for children can meet nutrient needs and promote normal growth. So Green Warriors, type in your answer. And that's why I interrupted you, Stacey, because you were kind of just kind of getting into talking about this. And I just wanted to see what the Green Warriors thought about this. And then did you want that. to expound upon that? Yeah. Well, do you have something to say, Cohen? Yeah, and you forgot the herbs and the thing. Oh, I forgot to say herbs. Yeah. A, a well-planned diet. <laughs> Fruits, vegetables, whole grains, nuts and seeds, legumes, and herbs. And thank you, Cohen. <laughs> um, thank you very much, Cohen, for elaborating on that. And sprouts. We didn't have any of these Sprouts are kind of their own breed too. But as long as you're getting a nice variety of really um, those, those specifically the four food groups, whole grains, beans, fruits, and vegetables, that is actually like the, the power plate through the physicians committee, you know, like that's what we need to get all the essential amino acids. And truly you can get all the essential amino acids, the building blocks of protein, you can get the calcium you need. You can get the iron that you need. Children can too. Children can as well. Um, and we don't have to stress so much. What we do need to do, though, is focus on avoiding the vegan and the vegetarian junk food that can leave our children malnourished, regardless if they are eating omnivorously or if they're fully vegan. 
um, you know, we're fully plant-based, which is what I really like to refer to us as like we eat plants, you know, we eat whole plants and we really like the bread and the tofu. Those are like, those are the most processed foods that we're eating around this house. You know, otherwise it's whole plant foods. Would you like to talk? Oh, um, oh okay. Well, you can get some water. Um, so yeah, it really, you can absolutely meet all of the nutrition needs for kids as long as they're eating. A, a, a good, like I said, well-planned variety of fruits and vegetables, whole grains and beans. Like it's all there. Um, but again, Amy, it's just hard because in this society, we really have been kind of brainwashed to think that like these fast foods and that these, you know, frozen meals with lots of oil and salt and sugar and refined flours are, are, are what we should be eating when in fact it's really not what we should be eating because those can be nutrient deplete and those can leave us void of the antioxidants my minerals and vitamins that us and our children need oh, okay. okay well we'll get a cup of water we'll get a cup of water for you well why don't you why don't you take a little you can do that and i'm gonna ask the green warriors just because I want him to be comfortable. So if he wants oh, to get yeah. a cup of water, he, he needs to do that because that's real life. <laughs> okay. so, so now we talked about the people that are in our lives that may not understand what we're doing and not have all the information. So what happened with your obstetrician and what happened with the pediatrician? How's that working out? Well, um, I, I, I worked with an OB, but I also had a midwife and she, um, she had vegan clients prior to me. So she, you know, she knew like we could get what we needed. I focused a lot. She was really big on protein and, um, just really, really big on protein. Um, but you know, I, I know that what I was eating was well-rounded and, I did focus on like sea vegetables. I really, I really craved sea greens when I was pregnant, probably just because it was like really high in iron and, you know, just dark leafy greens. Like I really wanted all the dark leafy greens. So I listened to my body, um, you know, and what I needed. And um, I didn't rely on like protein powders or anything like that, but some people do, and that's totally fine. Um, but yeah, I mean, I was good to go aside from the terrible nausea that I had, which is normal a part of for a lot of people. But, um, you know, I, I educated myself prior. And so I really did have confidence telling any doctor, like, I know what I'm doing. I've studied this for years, you know, and I have had I've bought a, lo a lot of resources, you know, I bought a lot of books, I, I looked at uh, you know, plant-based dietitians for advice and, you know, Brenda Davis and, yes. you know, all of the doctors out there that are just like, this is totally, you know, and it's even recommended, like you said, by the American Dietetic, the Dietetic Association. And in fact, these diets are actually linked to reduce risk of all cause mortality. So the more plants that we can get on our plate for our children or on our children's plate, the better. It's just so important to start them off. Um, and to, you know, and to feed yourself when you're pregnant, like nourishing foods, um, at all times, a lot of women crave like junk food when they're pregnant and stuff like that. But I really tried 
Um, I tried to just keep it as healthy as I possibly could. I did rely on some vegan pot stickers. I will not lie. <laughs> some frozen, <laughs> frozen pot stickers. Those are sometimes the only things that I could eat. Yeah, they're like noodle things. But anyways, they were really high on sodium, and I wasn't used to eating that, so I didn't feel that great. Yeah, it seems like your body has has. I remember when I was pregnant, I would go up and down the grocery aisles and just look. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to get ideas of what yeah. seemed appealing, but then you make it through and it works out. But you you have a healthy boy there, and everything is going great. So yeah. I think that we have a question from somebody. Let's see. Okay. Well, you kind of talked about that, but let's just see. Sure, yeah, ask again. Benjamin wanted to know what your thoughts about vegan alternatives for classic kid-friendly foods like pizza, burgers, and ice cream, and do you include them in Cone's diet? That's a great question. Um, honestly, no, uh, we don't. The way that we live is whole plants, um, and we try to limit added salt, oil, and sugar in our diet. Um, both my husband and I have realized that we definitely used to be <laughs> stuck in the pleasure trap, uh, mm. for sure. And we understand the stronghold that sugar, um, and even, you know, even oils and salt combining and all of that stuff, like really these foods are processed and they're more processed than what I would bring into our home. Um, and and just knowing how easy it is to get kind of stuck in that pleasure trap of high salt, high, high oil, high sugar and flour foods. Um, we didn't want to set our child up for the same thing that we, you know, had to try to pull ourselves out of and dig ourselves out of after years and years of desensitizing our taste buds from the processed foods that we grew up on. And um, so, no, we really, we don't rely on vegan or vegetarian meat alternatives in this house. I'll make bean burgers and stuff like that and freeze them. I'll just make them in batch because I really am about ease. And if, you know, on any healthy lifestyle, like you're going to need to make your own food most of the time, right? Like there's not a lot of, they're, they're getting better out there. Um, they're getting better out there, like in terms of healthier, like meat alternatives, if you will. But, um, and I think that those are a great like bridge food, but what, but what we really do need to focus on for our kids, especially is to make sure that they're not like their taste buds are not getting hijacked from, from these highly dopamine, you know, creating foods, um, that then leave them to underappreciate or not, to not even enjoy the whole fruit, the whole vegetable, the whole grain, the beans without all of the added, like, you know, it, our kids will think that those, those foods just don't taste that good because they're so used to the processed stuff, if that makes sense. So yeah, we don't, re we don't rely on that. Uh, but again, for people who might be transitioning and their young parents and they want to eat more plants and they want to help their kids eat more plant-based. I think that there are some healthier alternatives out there. I would just definitely steer clear from things that have a lot of added oil um, and, you know, try to keep the sodium as low as possible and sugar. Just try to keep that out altogether if possible. Thank you. So Cohen, are you in school? Do you go to school? 
Yes, not yet. Not yet. Will you be going? I'm starting. He, he, okay. Well, right this moment, he's not in school. Because you're on vacation. So we do hybrid homeschool. So okay. he gets to go to co-op two times a week, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you have questions about co-op? Well, I wanted to know if you ever had food there that you were eating at co-op and how did that work out? Did you Do you ever eat when you're in co-op? He eats his food. <laughs> you, bring, you bring your food that you and mom make at home, right? And then you bring that to co-op. And then what about the other children? Are they eating different kinds of food? They're eating processed food. They eat yeah. processed food? Is that what he said? Yeah, yeah. So are they ever curious about what you're eating? Do they ever ask you about what you're eating? What do they say? What is that? They ask you what that is? Mm -hmm. Do they ever want to try it or do you ever bring any for them to try? No. <laughs> At birthdays. At birthdays. Okay, so tell me about birthdays. What do you do when you go to someone's house for a birthday? Yeah, we'll bring our own things. Like, I'll, you know, I'll bring like, we make these really good like zucchini brownies, for instance. And I will just, I'll, I'll just batch those, Amy. Like, I really like to batch cook. Mm. And, um, you know, if I'm going to take the time to shred the zucchini, I'm going to double my, you know, I'm going to double that batch or triple that batch. Because, um, you know, for things like that, like when, when there are, you know, red dye, highly processes, hydrogenated, like cupcakes at, at, a, at a thing, at a birthday party, whether it's at co-op or elsewhere, um, of course, like we want him to be able to enjoy something sweet as well, but like, it's just easy to give him that and he can enjoy that too. And he's, he's luckily been educated about nutrition um, from the get-go and about, you know, about the processed foods out there. And, and he's heard all the doctors like talking about it and what it can do to your body. So he really does understand. And, um, yeah, we're really hoping Amy that we can, maybe I, I'm thinking about going into his co-op this year and doing a nutrition talk since I can, I'm licensed through the physicians committee to do that. Um, and try to, you know, maybe make those like veggie rainbow roll ups and like let let the other kids in his class experience some yummy veggie foods. Yeah, that that sounds like a great idea. Because I often think that that's the best way. I think that there's too many adults that are just entrenched in this in the standard American diet. And yeah. they if they hear it from another adult, they might nece not necessarily be interested, but if their child brings it home and, and shows an interest, it could open some doors. So I think that's great. Yeah, that's very true. Um, Do you have something to add to I, that? So, um, like, when, when, he, when kids tell me what, wait, is that, they're like, oh, what is that? Because I never have tried. Because they've never tried this. So they look at his food like, what is that? But sometimes they'll send him with like oatmeal or like, you know, something that definitely looks different than what they might, what they might be used to with lunch. But truth be told, Amy, I mean, the kids, like even, you know, even the crunchy homeschool co-op, like the, they, they have kids like order, like they remind us every week, don't forget to order your kids lunch. And it's Jimmy John's and Pizza Hut. So like... 
we just, we won't subscribe to that. Mm. We just won't. Oh my goodness. So thanks wants to know what's a rainbow roll up. Yeah. So a rainbow roll up um, is like, it's probably on the physicians committee for responsible medicine website, or you can just go to PCRM.org. Um, and it's basically just like a wrap. So you can find any sort of wrap that you want. We've um, we just make like red lentil wraps. It's just like red lentils and water blended up and I'll put it on a sheet pan and turn it like we can make that into a wrap. Or of course you can go and find some sort of wrap or a tortilla that you like. Um, and then you spread it with hummus and then you put on any topping that you want, like shredded carrots or uh, finely cut cucumbers or maybe even some jicama slices or tomatoes. Sorry, that's, that's like that's water that I got on the oven. What? On some part of the video. Yeah. Sorry, our, uh, that was our Jason. Oh, it's okay. Our cat made a noise. It's okay. Yeah. Um, oh, we didn't really even hear it, it so don't worry. Go ahead. And then you roll it all up and then you cut it into like sushi, little sushi, you know, yeah. sushi rolls or pinwheels and they're delicious. Um, and I think, you know, just fully plant-based things like that are really fun for kids to eat. Um, and they don't miss the pretend, potentially carcinogenic lunch meat and the highly dopamine triggering dairy, right? Like these are really fun and they're crunchy and they're rainbow and they're pretty. Um, so yeah, I think that those, we'll probably do some of those in your lunch. And maybe if the kids think that they look cool, I'll come in and make those. Or you can make your, um, rainbow gummy worms. Oh yeah, Brittany Giroudi made rainbow gummy worms out uh-uh. of. That was one color. Oh, sorry, sorry. She made gummy worms out of like dates and and some other things. So they were whole food, plant based, SOS free gummy worms. Wow, she is so creative. I I had the opportunity to meet her, and I also met you in person too at the National Health Association uh, conference, which was really great. It was so fun. Mona said, "My lentil wraps never come out. Does it have to be red lentils?" Yeah, no. Um, if you're Oh, for the wrap, for the, yeah. no, it can be any color wrap. I'm actually, or any color lentil. I'm actually experimenting with different types. Like you could make chickpea ones as well. Um, I just put them on my sheet pan because that I don't use nonstick. I don't know. That's like debatable. Um, So if you have a nonstick pan, you could make like a tortilla in a nonstick pan and make your tortilla that way, but I just spread it out and I'll cut it into like a square uh, from a sheet pan and I'll, I'll make my wraps that way. You can also use oats blended with water and you can make wraps out of that. Um, but they do make Ezekiel wraps out there, which are sprouted whole grains. Um, they do have some sodium added to them, but those are really great wrap that are actually healthy and they don't have a lot of, uh, excessive added ingredients to them. You could even make wraps with small mini corn tortillas. Um, You know, they would just be little mini wraps. Um, So there's lots of options, but yeah, it is kind of hard to master the lentil wrap. And I find that um, I do find that the red lentils, I think actually work the best. Um, The green lentils also do work. 
Um, we've experimented with those, but I do find that in order to make it and turn into a wrap, you have to just work with it really quickly and you can't store it. Otherwise they will start to crack. Okay. So that's great. So Angela Paschetti, she's been on the show several times. Yes. A lot of workout classes for us. So of course, this is her question. I'm curious as to the type of physical playtime Cohen enjoys. Does he enjoy? So Cohen, do you like to do things like help your dad work on the farm or play with the animals? What kinds of things do you like to do when you're running around outside? Well, for animals, um, I can't play with them. Not, I can't like rub them on their backs. Please, actually, just like medicine that that kids <laughs> that kids can't touch. Oh my god, that's just hilarious. Okay, guys, sorry. We we put um, medicine on our animals um, for fleas. Just, mm -hmm. just yeah, and at that time you don't want to touch them. You're right. I'm glad you remembered that, Cohen. That's okay, so right. important. But on a normal basis, do you like to play with the animals? He plays with them every day. Uh, and um, and runs with them. Yeah. And do you like helping Daddy on the farm? Like, what do you do? What do you do when you help him on the farm? Are you just like running around in the cornfield like you were a few days ago or are you actually helping him plant or like run back and forth from the greenhouses what are you doing specifically you run back and forth from the greenhouses yeah um and the most the, the most cutest animal i like to play with is sage it's a she's a kitten oh that's so nice older like it like rocking a baby well you can't do that with a lot of animals unless they trust you so right well, if the animal has to trust you and love you to let you do that well the cats well the cats let me because they know that they know you right they know that you that you love them and you wouldn't hurt them so they trust you so that's that's very nice yeah so um Thanks wants to know if you have any advice for families who are transitioning to whole food plant-based. Yeah, I do. Um, and I will just mention like if, if there are people out there that really do want to, you know, get more plants on their family's plate, um, whether they're wanting, yeah, we're going to, we're going to show them the recipe in just a second. Whether that's wanting to transition fully to plant-based or just eat more whole plants and try to get off the processed foods and the excess of animal products, I'm here to help and you can reach out to me and um, that's what I do. I help people <laughs> help people and people with kids like you know focus on on what we can do in today's society with with the with what they have, where they are in their life, etc. Um, but some of my tips are, to find recipes that you guys already love. Like for instance, maybe there's lasagna or something that you guys just really love. And currently you're using ground beef. Instead of that, find a plant-based lasagna that, that you guys love just as much. And um, you know, if you do need to rely on some of these transition foods, like maybe a, a vegan cheese, like until you guys are used to using like cashews, um, or even tofu as like the cheesy filling and, and nutritional yeast and stuff like that. Um, don't feel bad about that, but know that you're making the steps that you need to make to kind of turn the taste buds over 
to new foods, right? And also, again, you want to really find things you guys enjoy. You want the process to be yummy and you want, um, you know, you want to enjoy the food. It's really important. So um, I think finding a few recipes that you guys already love and then looking for plant-based ones um, to do instead, that would be awesome. And if you can avoid the, the processed replacements, that would be extra awesome. Um, but I really think that there's so many good recipes out there. Uh, so that's one of the tips I have. Another tip would be to, to just really optimize your environment. So if you guys are currently struggling with getting, you know, like re just relying on those cans of stew or like, um, you know, the kid cuisines or like the frozen pizzas currently, you know, if you're struggling with relying on those foods all the time, I would just, I would make a decision as a family to say, Hey guys, we're, we're going to, we're going to try not to buy these foods anymore. And we're really going to focus on trying to turn our nutrition around. So instead of buying these foods and triggering our, you know, you know, our easy button, we're going to start making foods together. This is one of the best things that you guys can do as a family. If you want your kids to um, enjoy the new foods that they're eating, and if you want to make this a fun process, get your kids in the kitchen with you and let them see the ingredients. Let them choose, again, like the toppings for the pizza. Like, hey, do you want mushrooms or bell peppers or onions? Like, what's your favorite? And if they have that agency in the process, they're so much more likely to eat it. So that that's like game changing. Uh, it really empowered their, you know, the kids to, to want to eat it. Yeah. So yeah, and, I, I have and, a lot of tips, but those are my yeah. top two. Those, those are great tips. And I think hunger is the best sauce. Yes. <laughs> Wait until you're hungry. <laughs> so Cohen, can you please show us? Cause you wanted to show us what came out of the oven. Do you want to show that to us? I'm going to put you on full screen. So we have these pizzas now and we are going to finish it with a little bit of the nooch sprinkle. Now it, this is again, nutritional yeast, which adds a cheesy flavor and it's high in B vitamins, regardless if you get the fortified version or not. Um, and it also, um, it's just good for the gut and Again, you don't have to use nutritional yeast. You can also just leave it completely off. Um, you And this is just ground up with cashews and garlic powder and onion powder. I went overboard on this right now. And then we finish it off completely with a balsamic drizzle to be fancy. And because our family just loves balsamic. So you can use the California balsamics, which are like reduced or you can use a regular balsamic as long as you guys are used to like the acidic flavor. This is a slightly reduced balsamic vinegar and um, that's the finished product. And then you could put some fresh parsley on top or extra crushed red pepper. But those are our pizza bread and they really come together so fast. You know, there's, um, there's some good like whole wheat pitas out there. Um, this, that's, that's, simply just whole wheat flour and water. If you guys can find those, you can make your pizza breads on that. Um, but find things that you guys love and you'll, you'll have success with this. Oh, and, and things that you love that are healthy. That are healthy, yeah. 
Well, I have to compliment you, Cohen, because you did such a fantastic job helping to make that pizza bread. It really looks great. Do you want to take a bite? You did a great job. Now that you've had two other pieces of bread. <laughs> bread is not bread is not an everyday food. So when you get right. bread eating the bread. Yep. That's what I was thinking in my mind, you know. <laughs> Mom's not gonna say no, so let's do it. <laughs> oh, I'm saying mom mom's not gonna say no, so I'm gonna get a second piece. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. He's going for it. He's really going for it. Do you wanna go? Do you wanna have the sweet potato one or the one on toast? Which one? Both? Well, you really like the tomato paste, don't you? Um, so, yeah. Do we have any other questions, Amy, or anything on the true false that you want to do? Um, let me just see because I'm still getting some more. Oh, well, Angela said smart young man. Yes, <laughs> I agree. <laughs> that was a compliment to you, Cohen. Angela said you're very smart. <laughs> okay, I'm going to find... Um, Okay, so Jeff wants to know, how do you handle, or if it happens, I don't know if it happens, but do you handle situations where Cohen expresses interest in trying foods that may not align with a plant-based diet, like sweets or junk foods? Yeah, again, these are, um, these are situations that, of course, we're going to find ourselves in as parents, and um, he really is aware, um, because he's been educated he understands that there are foods out there that are going to make him feel less than optimal. Um, but really we haven't, we haven't had a, an experience yet where he has had them. Um, and we're going to keep it that way for as long as possible, because again, it's really up to us as parents to say yes or no. And it's going to be up to you if you're going to be the parent that says, you know, just a little here and there, no problem. Like, that's totally fine for you. Um, but I definitely struggled with sugar addiction, um, you know, and uh, I, I just don't want him to go down that path <laughs> quite yet. Um, when he's out of the house and has those choices, that's going to be his choice, right? Um, there's going to be plenty of time to be exposed to those foods. But I really don't feel um, personally like those foods are to be celebrated. So we really try to stay at detached from them as much as possible right. and plan ahead. So I think that it's just, you know, scout bars, like scout bars, they're made with dates and they're made with um, nuts and they're organic and we love them. They're basically a Lara bar, but they're organic. Um, we keep those in our car at all times. So if there's ever a situation where there might be like popsicles or cotton candy, or I don't know, but you know, we always have snacks and I, like th that's always there. Right. So at least he's getting some sort of sugar from fruit. Um, and he just goes on and plays like that. Right. I mean, do you have anything to say or are you just enjoying the pizza bread? I love the vegan. Which, which ones do you like the best? The one with the Ezekiel bread or the one with the sweet potato? Ezekiel. Yeah. I didn't even try the Ezekiel. Yeah. You, you didn't even try the pizza one or the sweet potato one. Really. It's hard to eat it when you only have a few teeth, huh? Or when you're missing a few in the front. Mm -hmm. Pizza is just great. Oh, it is. I'm, I'm so glad that you uh, are sharing that with us today. Yeah. Okay, so this is a question that's come up. And 
it may be uh, a little controversial, so we'll see. And I don't know if you're, well, let's see. It went, no, I have to find it again. It was, it got lost in the feed, so we'll come up with it again. Another controversy, let's go. <laughs> okay. So, oh, John wants to know, how do you approach discussions about nutrition and plant-based eating with other parents or caregivers of your children's friends? Um, yeah, they, uh, well, a lot of people know that I'm a nutritionist, so I've, I've got some sort of education behind me, right? I'm just not blindly doing this, but like, so I don't really get questioned a lot at all, actually, um, at all. Um, I don't get questioned um, because this is what I do. I educate people about this lifestyle. I've been living it for so long, right? And we we just know so much emerging science and science that has existed for decades that really just hasn't been in the mainstream media, nor has it been in our children's textbooks or our textbooks or even in the doctor's textbooks. I know that eating plants and eating plant-based is, is literally one of the best things that we can do for our health and for our longevity. So um, when it comes to the discussions about nutrition and plant-based eating with other parents and caregivers of my child's friends, um, I'm actually the one inspiring them a lot of the times. So they're really coming to me with questions like, okay, like seriously, how do I get my kids off of the sugar? And I'm like, well, the first thing is to just not let them like it. You are their parent. And I know that that sounds harsh, but like you are their parent. Like nobody else is going to make the decision for them. It's totally up to you. <laughs> um, you are the one making all of those decisions like you, you know, and so uh, so just not bringing them into the house, not bringing them into the environment, not exposing our children to these foods. Um, you know, and again, like at, at birthday parties, they're going to be there, but if you plan ahead and you find something that your child loves that, you know, they will be so happy to have, um, and that, you know, instead of like popsicles, Cohen will have coconut water. He is obsessed with coconut water. He loves it. So it's like his treat. And we try not to use that word because all foods are treats, you know, like all food is delicious, but, um, but it's really, it's really up to us parents to be empowered to say, all right, it's up. It is up to us. Like the cycle has to yes. stop with us, you know? Um, so if we want our kids to get off of the sugar, it is, it's up to us to not allow them to have it. It's not going to be easy at first. And people do. Um, I mean, I hear from clients, they're like, oh my God, this is, this is, this is not going over so well, Stacy. But like truly after just a few days, your children it really does not take long if you can just get them off the pleasure trap, off of that roller coaster ride of the glucose spikes and the, you know, the extreme surges of serotonin from, from dairy and from excessive sugar. Like it really doesn't take long. They're not going to like it at first, but once you find foods that they do love, like if you, if you have a child that loves watermelon, Give them all the watermelon that they want until, you know, you've gotten through that phase of getting off the sugar and not letting them have a piece of candy for every time they, I don't know, X, Y, and Z, right? Like instead of candy, give them dried fruit, find things that they love, love, love that are so much more health promoting. Yeah, I agree. Because if you filled in the blank with, uh, instead of saying cupcake or, or candy or whatever that the food is, if you filled in the blank with some kind of drug or alcohol, 
it would be the answer would be obvious. Well, of course, how do I get them to stop? I just don't let them have access to it anymore. Right. I mean, it would it, it's just so obvious. So that we have to think about it that way. Did you want to tell us something, Cohen? Yeah, you want say? edition and oh, she, okay. you know uh yeah. but actually that you brought up a really good point going yes, i also did. think i think that um a lot of parents are they're sneaking foods into their kids diets like maybe in their smoothies they're putting greens in there and they're maybe their kids are currently just like they won't have any greens at all um and it's really a struggle for their parents so they're sneaking it into their foods yeah. but i think I think a really good strategy. I think this is a hot topic. Like, do you sneak the foods in to get the nutrition in or not? Because your kids hate them. Like, I think that if you can, if you do give them the green smoothie, if they love the green smoothie, that's a time that you can say, guess what? I'm really excited that you love that green smoothie because it actually had a little bit of spinach in it. And right. being yeah. as honest as you yes. possibly can through the whole process is so important um, because you want to build that trust with your kids when it comes yeah. to their food. And um, if they realize, Hey, that actually tastes good. They're much more likely again to maybe try it in a different way, maybe cooked, maybe cooked greens next time or something like that. But um, that was a good thing that you brought up. Yeah. We're not going to, we don't hide food, but we just swap it out is what you mean. I think he means swap. Mm -hmm. But like, but like when you're hiding foods from your kids, like um, like it's well, maybe you're not hiding it from your kid. You're hiding it from their from their their tongue. Yeah. Right. Like, so like it's hiding foods from your kids. Like, where they're like making like a smoothie, but you actually put spinach in it, and 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 your kid is like playing, and and your kid's not, and your kid's not watching you even. Make it, yeah, that's kind of. But yeah, that would be kind of hiding. But that—that's what I was saying. Like, if you end up doing that, but then your kid says that they love it, then you say that's awesome that you loved it because I put greens in it, and then you're not hiding it, right? You're yeah, it's more of a surprise. More of a surprise, yeah. And there's different strategies, and you have to ask yourself what works for your family. That's right. Um, you know, of course. So um, it's not just like. What we do is not the only way, uh, but this I'm just sharing exactly what we do um, and hopefully empowering and helping you guys out. Okay. Well, I, I love that. Thank you. Okay. Um, let's see. We have, let's see what other. Are you full, buddy? You just ate like a short. Okay. So, the, oh, here's the, uh, Joe D wants to know, I don't know if you've heard of this yet. Oh. Have you heard of Appeal? Oh, I've definitely heard. And do you want to share your thoughts? Well, maybe you want to tell there may I think it's even though it's been out for a while, I don't think the news of it being out has come broken through 
And there could be many yeah. people watching today will not even know what we're talking about. So maybe you want to talk about a little bit about what it is and then if you want to chime in. Sure. Well, okay. So, all right. Let me just explain. Well, I'll explain it to you too, Cohen, so that you can know what it is. Um, okay. Let me just explain to you what we do. So we plant, we grow organic produce as you know, that's something that our family does and we sell it at the farmer's market. So we're kind of in the food industry. Okay. And we kind of understand the food industry a little bit and understand what can be used on organic farms and stuff like that. Um, and let's talk about appeal in the, in a, in a minute, but my approach to lifestyle wellness is as organic as possible. I think that there's balance for all things. Um, and I also think that people who are transitioning to whole food eating patterns, uh, before we even get into what we're about to talk about, the most important thing is that you eat whole plant food, period. No matter if it's organic, no matter if it's um, canned without the salt and the sugar, uh, no matter if it's frozen, did I say that already? Um, no matter if it's, you know, yeah, frozen, organic, or conventional, like the most important thing is that you eat whole plants, period. Now, if you can afford it, if it's accessible to you, and if you, uh, yeah, if you can afford it and if it's accessible to you, you should always source organic if possible. That's very, very important. Um, especially for people who might be struggling with autoimmune issues, weakened immune systems, gut issues, because we do know that there are pesticides um, and other things that are allowed on produce or even on grains or beans or potatoes that could potentially disrupt our gut microbiome and other things. So sourcing organically is always awesome. Um, but I know that, I mean, we don't even, even as organic farmers, I don't always get organic food. Like I just don't, um, it's not always accessible, but I do try to focus on like the clean 15 and the dirty dozen. So things that have like a thin skin, I try to get organic if possible, such as apples, um, et cetera, et cetera. But appeal, appeal, Amy, you said, it, and it's true. It's been out for a while, but it is this, it, it's finally made mainstream news and people are freaking out about it rightfully so i think um especially for some foods it's a coating that is allowed on produce to make it last a significant amount of time longer than if it didn't have it on it is that natural no right like it's not like that's not, like not natural um but like for things like avocados, um, I, I'm not too scared of it. Like I'm not scared of it. Again, I'm not going to stop eating my healthy foods because of this, but I am going to be more aware and I'm going to look at the labels because it actually tells you if appeal is there on the stickers of your produce. Now I'm personally at this time as more information comes out, I think that maybe my my mindset will shift, but if I see it on the sticker, I'm probably not buying it. 
that's the, that's my viewpoint right now. Um, I wouldn't freak out if there was like an avocado that had it on it because it has such a thick skin. Um, and potentially it's not penetrating into my food. But uh, if there's like a cucumber with a peel on it, I would not eat it unless I peeled that cucumber very well, right? Um, because I just think that there are some things in the food system that are allowed that can definitely potentially cause harm to our health. And I, I think that this is, this is something that is a little bit weird. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> yeah. So I, th I would encourage Joe and anybody else who's curious about it to just do your own research yeah. and then you can make, make your own decision about it. Um, yeah. From what I'm hearing that they, uh, they don't necessarily have to put a sticker on it that because oh. it's uh, generally recognized as safe. So oh. it's all approved. And so they don't have to, necessarily there are stickers on produce that show it but they don't necessarily have to put the sticker on so oh. i think there'll be a lot more things coming through and and uh and i encourage people to just do their research but like we've said before this appeal thing came up when people were talking just as you discussed when people were saying oh now i have to do organic it's it's good better it's, best and it, yeah and honestly amy it's, it's allowed on organic food as well Yes, it is. It is a lot organic. Yes. And yeah. that, that's, that's, that's a shame, but you know, you still have to remember it's still, if you would eat animals, they're eating these, the stuff that has that on it anyway. So right. you're still better off eating plant-based and okay. there'll be, you know, more things coming out, I guess, as far as that yeah. goes. It's a good question. So, Okay, so Colin, do you do you want to be on the rest of the show, sweetie? Or are you just yeah? Because uh, thanks. Want to know what Cohen eats in a day? Breakfast, Colin, lunch, dinner, today? dessert. Do you want to come? Do you want to come uh, tell people what you eat in a day? Honey, they can't hear you. Got to come in here. <laughs> uh, what I eat. Yeah. yeah, like what when you when you first wake up and you first want to eat something, what what do you like to eat when you when after you wake up? Oatmeal. Oatmeal. That sounds really good. Do you put anything in the oatmeal? Oh, it, there is cooked oats and cooked blueberries and cooked raisins. That yeah. sounds really good. And cinnamon. And sometimes I'll put some flax, some ground flax in there. Uh huh. He's okay. not a big nut. He's not a big nut and seed kid. He, he'll eat raw pistachios, like it's his job. Of course, he's chosen the most expensive <laughs> nuts. Seriously, um, he loves eating that. Um, he loves eating those, but he won't. He's just not a big nut and seed, which is okay. Yeah, in, na um, in nature, they're not easily found, and they're right, right. they're very difficult to crack open in the real in nature. So it's better oh, off. Yeah. Okay. Totally. But he, 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 he would eat. So he eats he eats those oats. You eat you eat oats every morning. And then typically I'll take him to like tennis or at least every day this summer we have. So I've made him I either bring him fruit to have on the way home or nice cream to have on the way home. I, I like made up containers of nice cream that just you know thawed during his lesson and he, he would eat that on the way home. Or um, I have been doing I've been doing some juices. I know that that's in, in our community, we're really focused on the whole foods. 
Um, but he really loves juices and like even really dark green juices like kale and um, just even just a little bit of fruit, not even a lot. Um, so I've been giving him that. Um, and then lunchtime, it's typically, he, he really loves um, frozen spinach or, or, or fresh spinach that's been cooked. So he, he like loves that. Um, but he really, usually he's just eating what we're eating. So like today was a quinoa, uh, it was like a citrus quinoa salad that I put like corn and garbanzo beans and chives and cucumbers and um, herbs and lemon juice uh, in. And then he just eat that, you know, ate that pizza bread. He loves eating mushrooms. He loves sweet potatoes. Um, it, but really he usually eats what we're eating. Most of the time he's, he's eating what we're eating. And that's, that's a decision that I made when we did like baby led weaning and all that stuff. Like he, like as early as possible, he was in he was introduced to the foods that we eat. Um, because I didn't want to have to make separate meals all the time. Like, <laughs> and I'm, you know, it, but if he does eat food that like we're not eating, um, typically it's like steamed cauliflower or broccoli, um, or even like steamed corn with tofu. He really does love tofu. Um, that was something that I didn't know if I was going to do. I didn't know if I was just going to stick to whole beans cause I was kind of a purist and you know, that's just, that's just, you know, that's where it's, how it's found in nature. Uh, but, um, I also know that there are some cancer protection benefits to soy um, only, you know, especially when it's organic. So I let him have tofu. And if I, if I had it, you know, if I let him have tofu every day, he probably would. Um, but it's a good source, you know, a good source of fat and a good protein source for him. And he will just eat tofu, Amy, like he will eat it straight from the container. I'm not even going to lie. Like he, we don't even do fancy preparations with it. He just eats it. He just eats it straight. It's so weird. <laughs> he really likes it with, with vinegar on it though too. Yeah. Well, if you haven't had anything else to compare it to, your taste buds are definitely right. highly, highly, uh, elevated and, and you can sure. taste things. Yeah. And yeah. I, I often think about, I didn't have the opportunity to, to feed my children plant-based because I didn't know about the lifestyle back then. Mm -hmm. But I think about how tiny their tummies are. And, yeah. and so you have a challenge of you want to be sure that they get the nutrients that they need 100%. before they get all filled up. Totally. And if, if yes, that's another reason why, again, like the tofu, because he's not big on like nut butters, like nut butters would be a really great source to get good calories in, uh, you know, good mono and polyunsaturated fats into him and high calories. Uh, but since he doesn't eat a lot of nuts, the tofu is a good source of higher caloric density food for him. Um, and I will let him have, you know, floury foods like the brownies that we make, like I'll just take oats and I'll grind them up into flour. Like that is another way that he can get calories in. Um, and what else? Um, yeah, so those are good. But if I would let him, he would literally just eat like watermelon all day. But that's not gonna, that's not gonna go very far. And we've been talking lately about calories. Um, so just so he understands what they are. Um, we've also been, there's a new, um, if you want to type this, Amy, in the chat, you can. 
but there's a new company that we are like going to work with. It's called Nutri Educids. So Nutri, like N-U-T-R-I, Edu, E-D-U. N-U-T-R-I. And then a space, Edu Kids. Um, and they created books. So you can go on Amazon and you can get vitamins and mineral books and a coloring book um, on vitamins and minerals. And it's really fun because it actually is like a, it's like a book where your kids, it's all plant-based too. Okay. Which is amazing. They're out their own recipes. Yeah. So they're out of like Europe and, um, they created these, these books and your kids can learn about the vitamins like vitamin C and they can learn all the different foods and they cut out the little ingredients and they make, they paste it onto another sheet where they can build their own smoothie. So it's really cool or or they can build their own like different meals out of these ingredients that are high in these certain nutrients. And they have a new online little course that kids can take to learn about plant-based nutrition, about minerals and vitamins in plant-based foods. So that's that's another thing that parents should know about. Um, And I'm going to, interview them on my podcast because all the parents need to know about this. Like if you can get your kids involved and understand about nutrition, it's just another step to hopefully helping them make those better decisions, you know? And, and I actually have the book. Yeah, you have the books. If you want to go get them, you can go find them. Um, but that's a really great resource. Oh, I thank you for sharing that. You're welcome. Yeah, that's, that's going to be great. I'm, that's, and like I said before, if we can just get the kids on board, I think it's going to, that's, what's going to change the world. I think it's, yeah. it's uh, not, not everybody that's older is, is ready to, to make the change. Cause they're definitely, a lot of them are very entrenched in what yeah. they're doing. Yeah. yeah. Well, I just want to thank you, Stacy and Cohen, whenever uh, he comes, yeah. he'll be coming back in a little bit. A huge thank you for being here and, and sharing what you do for with plant-based with your family. And you have such a passion for healthy living. It shows. And you and your delicious pizza bread demo. I mean, all of that is truly inspiring. I love how Cohen is in the kitchen with you and how he's helping. And it shows that he's taking an interest in what he's eating. And it's showing this is the real world. This is how... You do things around the house and you include Cohen in, in your cooking sometimes. And he's getting to, to really know how, where the food is coming from because you have your farm and also how helpful it is. And that's just a wonderful thing. And I'm sure that our green warriors who feed children are, have learned so much from you about raising plant-based children and have been inspired by Cohen to see that this is something that a, a child can thrive on and enjoy. And yeah. that's just so important. And oh, everybody, please click. Go ahead. Thank you for the kind words. That really means a lot. And I really just hope um, that, yeah, you having me on today was like helpful, like you said, to parents that listen, that are listening um, because it's a hard world out there. And, you know, everybody is asking like, what do you do when this happens? What do you do when this happens? And like, it really does start at home. And um, unfortunately, we live in a world where we have to take the extra time these days to do things like this, to educate our children, because 
it's not just whole foods out there anymore. It's just not like we're, we're exposed to the weirdest things now that are not even food. I wouldn't even call them food. And it's just, um, it, it's gotta be kind of part of what we do as parents um, now because of the, of what we're living in. So I really yeah. hope it's just, it's just another thing that we have to, to, to protect them from. And that's, yeah. that's how I like to look at it. It just goes yeah, under absolutely. that broad category of things that we have to encourage them with and, and protect them from. And that's absolutely. how we have to look at it. Absolutely. And yeah. I hope that the green warriors are going to click like to show their appreciation for what Stacy and Cohen shared with us today. And I want to give Stacy an opportunity to talk a little bit about it, but just tell us what, what do you do? Talk about that. Oh, thank you. So I am, I'm a holistic nutritionist and plant-based coach, and I um, also am a, a business coach that was mentioned at the beginning. I'm a, I'm a mentor. I do clean beauty, so kind of aligns with the holistic lifestyle. Um, so I share clean beauty and um, have a team of women that I work with, and uh, I invite other people to learn about that as well. I have, um, in terms of nutrition, uh, I have a membership society, so it's called Holistic Wellness Society. So for anybody that is looking for a community-based um, program, it's not a program, but a membership um, that they can join uh, and to have weekly accountability. Uh, I do live calls every single week with Holistic Wellness Society members, whether it's a cooking demo with recipes, or we talk about anything and all thing holistic, uh, holistic living mindset. We talk about environment and optimizing that, reducing toxins, um, and having a supportive community is really important. So that's why I created that. Um, and then people can also reach out to me to uh, work one on one if they need more individualized attention. But um, HWS members do get a discount. Uh, for working with me one-on-one -on -one, if that's something that you do want to do. Um, but yeah, I'm just really here. You know, my background is in um, Pilates. I used to be a Pilates studio owner. So mind-body connection, I think is really, really important to helping people um, kind of slow down and think about their body and how precious it is and how we need to take care of it and uh, taking a holistic approach to that. So I, I hope that you guys can follow me. Um, on social media at the urban pharmacy. I'm on Instagram. I am on YouTube um, the, at the urban pharmacy. And then my, my main page, my Stacy Heine, I have a business page called urban pharmacy, but I'm not on that very much. I just, if you want to come follow me on Facebook, it's just Stacy Heine and we can stay connected. So I would love to just help you guys. Um, whether you just follow me or you end up working with me, I am really glad to get this message out there and just help people get better 1% every day. That's what we have to do step by step. Well, thank exactly. you. Thank you for sharing that, all of that. And yes, you, you, you have the, uh, the, the beauty supplies that you also sell and I've been buying some of them and I've been enjoying them so much Le learning about, how our skin can absorb different things that we may or may not want it to absorb and knowing that some of the products that you have that you sell are clean and we don't have to worry so much about it because we were talking about the things that they're putting on our produce 
Yeah. Well, they're also putting things in our skincare as well. And so it's nice to feel feel more comfortable about what I'm using. And I really appreciate that as well. Okay. So Green oh. Warriors, uh, tell us what's your take-home message yeah, for today. You know, I, I love the word easy button. And I'm going to probably <laughs> use that because oftentimes we like to press the easy button in life. And sometimes it's with what we're eating or other things. So... The easy button is, isn't always the thing that you want to press. Stacy, what's your final take-home message for our Green Warriors? Aw. Well, my final take-home message is, again, going back to that 1% better mentality. Um, you know, mindset has so much to do with the way that we treat ourselves. And um, keeping a mindset of I'm getting 1% better every day is going to help you feel less overwhelmed it's going to help you feel like you're accomplishing something. If you can truly just do something tiny every day that's nurturing yourself in a holistic way, you're on your path to better living. You're on the way. And it, it's not going to be a linear, you know, ride up to the top of your wellness ladder. Like this is this is real life, like you said, Amy. And we have to just keep that mentality, that mindset that I am going to prioritize myself in some capacity today and I'm going to I'm going to make myself better. I'm going to I'm going to serve my body better. I'm going to take a few breaths today. I'm going to do something that's going to make me 1% better today because if you keep that mentality, one year from now your entire life can be completely different. And if we're realistic, it's going to take time. So one year from now isn't a lot of time. It really isn't, you know, like this will be an ongoing journey for me. And I know it will be for you too, Amy. I know you probably feel this exact same way. Like you're yes. always learning. You're always growing. You're always making things better. And um, it's a journey. So find people like Amy and myself that are going to help keep you on track. Um, make sure that you are reducing the outside noise that is keeping you stuck and confused. And, um, and just lean in on the people that you know are going to help you get to where you want to go. It's so important. Well said. That's great. I just wanted to, I have a little green bell because I wanted to thank Angela Fischetti because she did a super chat. And that's because of you, Stacey. Aww. So when, when we get super chats, it's because somebody likes the guest a lot. And I appreciate that, Angela. <laughs> I also want to thank Jess Cat's so voice. Awesome. She did the countdown and she did the promos. And just ask, boys, tell us who's coming up next. Can it really be as simple as eating a whole food plant-based diet to reverse disease and lose weight? Yep, it is. Find out tips and tricks for sustaining this lifestyle in order to be a healthy old badass on Wednesday, August 9th, 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Be Green with Amy Live. All, I want to thank all of you in the audience, the Green Warriors who came today to watch Stacy and Cohen make the delicious pizza bread. And I and we have the link to that recipe in the show notes. So I hope you try it at home. And as a special thank you to all of you, I wanted to offer five free recipes. So go to my website, thegreenwithamy.com slash join. Five free recipes right to your inbox just for you. And if you want to share that with your friends, anybody that wants them can to definitely go ahead and, and enjoy that as well. And I wanted to invite all of you to take your right hand and touch your left shoulder and take your left hand and grab your right shoulder 
And now squeeze, because that's a hug from me to you and to Stacy and to Cohen. And if you want to join me with Stacy, and we're going to do my tagline, and you can join me in saying that. And are you ready, Stacy? I'm ready. <laughs> okay. Well, until I see all of you again, remember, be strong, be, strong, be, well, be well, and be green. green. <laughs> Thanks so much, Stacy, and tell Cohen we really appreciated him being on with us today. I will let him know. He's he's drawing. So he's, he's being sick. Thanks, Cohen. You want to Thank you, Cohen. Bye, bye, everyone. Bye. Now you can listen to Be Green with Amy expert interviews wherever you go. Listen while walking, meal prepping, or traveling. Find Be Green with Amy on Apple, Google, Alexa, Amazon, or virtually anywhere you find podcasts. Be strong, be well, and be green with Be Green with Amy.